Good morning, everyone. Uh, welcome to Awaken the Nation Radio. I'm Bishop Williams. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, we are going into our fourth segment, um, and this is going to be again a series that we have started called um, The Return of Christ uh, and His Second Coming. And we are diving directly into Scripture. Uh, if you have been uh, joining us, we have been going through the book of Matthew, uh, which is the 24th chapter. And today we're going to be going into uh, Revelations chapter 19 and Revelations chapter 20. And so if you have your Bibles, we're going to start there. There's going to be some very interesting things that we're going to both highlight uh, during this time uh, in this segment, uh, as well as talking about uh, what we are looking for as the body of Christ. Some believe that there is, of course, going to be the um, the reaping of souls uh, having to do with the great harvest. Uh, we're going to highlight that as well. Um, and then, of course, talking about what are we looking for personally as far as our personal walk with Christ, because there's both a corporate walk that we have with the believers, the body of Christ, as a, as a whole, as a network, as a family group. And then you have individual prayer time and individual uh, walks with God. And so we're going to talk about what that looks like uh, for the global church, uh, for your particular area of the body of Christ, not to say denomination, but just your area of the body of Christ, and then your walk with Christ personally, and how God highlights all of those three areas um, as we dive into this. And so, so we're going to start uh, with, if you have your Bibles, in Revelation chapter 19. And we are going to start there. so grateful, we are so thankful uh, that you have gathered us together for this time. Thank you for those who are both listening and watching, um, both uh, national and international. God, we thank you that, God, you have raised us up as a voice uh, to speak life and to speak your truth. So, Father, as we go into these homes, as people have received us into their homes, uh, Father, let them hear a real word from you, a rhema word from your heart. Father, as we dive into what your coming is going to look like and the things to be expectant of your second coming, do not let us be ignorant. Give us your wisdom. Give us your understanding. Give us your truth. Jesus, you prayed to the Father and you said, uh, make them one even as you, Father, are with me. And your second prayer was just like it. You said, uh, sanctify them by your truth. You said, your word 
is truth. And so, Father, thank you that today and this morning, where everyone is listening, you will sanctify them by your word. Your word is truth. We give you glory. We give you honor. In the matchless name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, again, welcome to uh, Awaken the Nation Radio. I'm your host, Bishop Williams, and we are coming from live from uh, the Prayer House in Kansas City International, International House of Prayer in Kansas City. And uh, I'm just so honored uh, to uh, to host this station from here. Um, it has been such a joy uh, being here, praying with everyone, and just saturating in God's presence. And so it is an honor to go into the Word of God from here, because this is a place that is designated for His presence. And so let's dive into the Word. Um, so we're in uh, chapter 19 of Revelations. Today we're going to be talking about, um, which is going to be our fourth segment in this series called The Return of Christ and, and what to look for with the coming of Jesus. And one of the things that are going to be highlighted, number one, is the exaltation of Christ and the diminishing of idol worship and the judgment of the world systems. Um, there is going to be a judgment against the world systems. That is something that has to be very much explained and understood, especially when it comes to us as the body. We have to understand as believers that this world system has to and must be judged, and it will be judged, uh, because too long, as we will read in chapter 19, um, that there has been such a bloodthirst for the the innocent and and I'm trying not to be tearful when I say this because as a nation we have we have turned a blind eye to it and we have called it normal we've called it many things but we have neglected to say that it is murder and it is murder it's wrong and it's and it's a sin and it's wrong and it is harmful and so we have allowed these things to go on and i speak of both abortion as well as um, uh, child abuse as many as other things uh, that have gone on in our nation and we have turned a blind eye but no longer and and what god is doing is now in this season he says no longer and i believe we're heading into that season of where god is starting to unfold and overturn many many things uh, in these coming uh, days in this revival that we're living in and part of the reason the the core reason behind that is because this is the judgment against babylon this is the judgment against the system of babylon babylon as a nation already failed but the system and the spirit of babylon this idol worship mindset uh, and this uh, polytheistic mindset, which is multiple, you know, you can serve yourself, you can serve an idol, you can serve all these different things. That type of mindset is still in the earth realm. And so so that system, that culture, that spirit has over enveloped America, 
It's enveloped the West. It's enveloped uh, many other areas and other, uh, and other nations. And so when that falls, the, the seven mountains that she sits upon, when that falls, there will be an exaltation of the name of Jesus. And that system is going to fall and the exaltation of Jesus' name uh, will rise. And that is what we're looking forward to. So uh, if you have your Bibles, that's what we're going to be reading today. So chapter uh, 19 of Revelation. It says, After these things I heard a loud voice of a great multitude in heaven saying, Alleluia, salvation and glory and honor and power belong to the Lord our God. For true and righteous are his judgments, because he has judged the great harlot who corrupted the earth with her fornication, and he has avenged on her the blood of his servants shed by her. Again, they said, Alleluia. Um, her smoke rises up forever and ever, uh, and the 24 elders and the living creatures, uh, the four living creatures, uh, fell down and worshiped God, who sat on the throne, saying, Amen, Alleluia. Then a voice came from the throne saying, Praise our God, all you his servants, and those who fear him, both small and great. And I heard, as it were, uh, the voice of a great multitude as the sound of many waters and as the sound of mighty thundering, saying, Alleluia, for the Lord God omnipotent reigns. Let us be glad and rejoice and give him glory, for the marriage of the Lamb has come, and his wife has made herself ready. And to her it was granted to be arrayed in the white linen, clean and bright, for the fine linen is the righteousness and the righteous acts of the saints. Then he said to me, Write, Blessed are those who are called to the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he said to me, These are the true sayings of God. And so so what we read here this is just it's brilliant and it's magnificent and it's it's glorious because when you really read it when you read it in the mindset that you it, he's talking about us as the body when you really think about this and really really get it that's what I mean this this revelation will really hit you that God is judging one system and it's the rise and the upholding of it, of another. So you have one kingdom falling and one kingdom being exalted. That is what is 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 what's going to happen in this time where you have this 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 damaging system, this system that has been corrupt, uh, this system that has corrupted other nations, this thing, the spirit that has lied and has fornicated, that word fornicate, it's, it's not just sexual, but it's also spiritual, there's spiritual fornication. Um, and so uh, you have a lot of this going on where God says, uh, you've done this to the nations, I'm judging you for it. The, the act of me judging you is righteous. It's right. It's right that I judge you because it needs to it needs to be done. And then the flip side of that, he says, now the kingdom of God can be established. Because when one is taken away, then it leaves room, much, much room, 
for the expansion of the kingdom of God. When darkness is pushed back, light has its expanse. And so um, we will see such a move of God like this, where one system has to die, one system has to be eradicated, one other system has to be destroyed, and the other system has to be exalted. And the kingdom of God will be exalted, the name of Jesus, even as you hear, he says, worthy is the Lamb. There's this exaltation of the name of Jesus all over the world, all over nations, because of his righteous act. And this is now preparing us for the, for the introduction uh, and the introduction of the Bride of Christ. This is where you get now the saints are being joined to Christ. He says, blessed are those who are invited to the marriage supper of the Lamb. There is an invitation that is going out. Even at this time, God is sending out such an invitation to those who are not saved. This is salvation. He's sending out an invitation. Would you be a part of this? Do you want to be a part of this? If you want to be a part of this, you are invited. The invitation is free. Free gift of salvation. All it costs you is to give up your pride and your arrogance and your sin. But he said, come without money, without cost. Lay yourself at the feet of Jesus. Take surrender. And he says, I'm inviting you in. I'm inviting you into this suffering. I'm inviting you into this, to this feast. It's a banquet. It's a wedding banquet. The bridal array of the bride is amazing because he said she is she is decked out, she's arrayed with white linen. And he says these white linens represent, it is, the righteousness and the righteous acts of the saints. This is why the Bible says to keep your robes clean. What does that robe represent? Your lifestyle. You cannot be a part of the body of Christ and be filthy. There is a distinction between holy and unholy. There's a distinction between righteous and unrighteous. And he says this represents the righteousness of the saints. There's no mingling. There's no, there's no perversion. It's all righteous. It's all white. And then he says to him, these are the true sayings of God. Right, blessed are those who are called, invited to the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he said to me, these are the true sayings of God. And I fell at his feet to worship him. But he said to me, uh, see that you do not do that. Uh, I am your fellow servant uh, and your brethren who are have the testimony and carry the testimony of Jesus. Worship God, for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Now, as this is going on, mind you, you have to see that there is a distinction between what is going on in the spiritual realm and what is going on in the natural. What is going on in the spiritual realm is the judgment of the system of Babylon. And we will see naturally those things begin to fall apart in the natural. 
Now we are going into now spiritual interacting with the natural. Because the coming of Jesus is that. It's the splitting of the sky. It's him actually coming back. We find this in Acts chapter 1, and where the Bible says, The angels spoke and said to them, Why do you stand here gazing? This same Jesus is that you see going into heaven, what, in his bodily form, is a show come back in like manner. Like manner means what? Like you can see him. He says a physical body. He says, he said, uh, as you saw him go up, he said, in like manner you will see him return. And so this is now him returning. You find it in verse 11. It's now I saw heaven opened, and behold, a white horse, and he who sat on him was called faithful and true, and in righteousness he judges and makes war. His eyes were like flames of fire, and on his head were many crowns. He had a name written that no one knew except himself. He was clothed with a robe dipped in blood, and his armies and the armies of heaven were with him. And his name is called the Word of God. And the armies of heaven, clothed in white linen, white and clean, followed him on white horses. See, there's a thing again. White and clean. Now out of his mouth goes a sharpest sword that with it he should strike the nations, and he himself will rule them with a rod of iron. He himself treads the winepress of the fierceness of the wrath of God Almighty, and he has on his robe and on his thigh a name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. This is the coming of our Savior. He is no longer coming back as a manger, born child. He is not coming back as um, a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes. That was a season. That's why the Bible says he came both first as a lamb, but he returns as a lion. There's a distinction now between his, his acts of salvation and redemption and his act of judgment as king. And he comes back as a judge and as a king. He said, with, with justice, he judges and makes war. Righteousness. He's a righteous judge. So all the things that he is going to be doing as he comes back, it is because it is well into time for these judgments to be dished out. He's just been waiting for the Father to say go. And when the Father says go, What a difference it will make to see the world change and to see justice finally brought about. That's why I say that there are many things you will see in the natural and there are many things other than that that will start to shift and change that you will see in the heavenlies. And what we're seeing now in the heavenlies that are affecting the spiritual and the physical realm it's only the beginning. It's only the beginning. As I close, and in our next segment, we're going to be going into chapter 20. So uh, please uh, take note of that. 
um, and be waiting for that. But as I close from this chapter, if you're listening to this and this broadcast is going into your nation and into your region and you do not know the Lord and you're listening to this radio broadcast for the first time or you may have tuned in and you said, you know what, what is this guy talking about? I'm talking about the coming of the Son of God. I'm talking about Jesus Christ. I'm talking about the one who gave his life for you, who bled and died for you, that purchased you out of the world, out of darkness and into light. He has placed you. Paul said, he said, we have been transferred from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of the son of his love. So if you don't know Jesus and you're listening to this, pray this prayer with me. Jesus, I receive you as my Lord. I repent of my sins. I give up my old way. And I want to know you. So Holy Spirit, reveal to me who Jesus is. My Father, your word declares that the only one that can reveal Jesus is the Holy Spirit. Jesus, you said no one can come to you except the Holy Spirit draw them. So we speak now, Holy Spirit, draw hearts. Your loving kindness and your tender mercies lead them into repentance. You said it is the, the kindness of God that draws men into repentance. You don't beat them up. You don't mislead them you don't misjudge them your judgments are righteous and it's your loving kindness that draws them into repentance so father would you draw them today as they listen wherever they are draw them into repentance in jesus name we pray amen well god bless you uh, thank you for allowing us to come into your home. Uh, we are so appreciative of this time that we have together as we read the Word of God and as we dive into this. Um, be aware again that our next segment is going to be coming up uh, this week. So uh, be sure to tune in uh, to listen to our next segment. But until then, may God richly bless you. Um, and again, for those who have prayed that prayer with me today, you are saved. You've been saved. Salvation is yours. Eternal life is yours. Because you've confessed him as Lord. And the Bible says out of that confession comes salvation. After you repent, there comes a new life. And so I encourage you, if you do not know a church near you, call us right in. And we would love to put you in touch with a Bible-believing church where you can start your new walk with a new family. God bless you. Again, we love you. And to God be the glory for all that he's done. Have a good night and good morning.